Well, folks, with the Wayfield Report in its fifth season and me starting my 14th year of podcasting in 2021, I figured now would be as good time as any to start a Patreon page for the podcast. And I know everyone these days has a Patreon page who is a podcaster, but let me tell you what you're going to get if you decide to join the Whitfield Report Patreon. At the one level, at the one dollar level, you'll simply be uh, contributing. That'll simply be a way of saying thank you, uh, and I appreciate it, but that's that. However, at the three dollar level on up, you're going to be getting access to an exclusive uh, podcast that I'm hoping to do weekly called the Savage Express Podcast. And on that podcast, exclusive to Patreon subscribers and supporters, I'll be covering music and movies and pop culture and personal anecdotes in ways that uh, I can't cover on uh, YouTube or traditional podcast platforms. I'm hoping to do this every week. I might not, but it'll certainly be a longer-form podcast uh, for those types of topics, if you're interested in that sort of thing. And uh, I also might be re-releasing some uh, episodes of the Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, re-releasing the back catalog, as it were, uh, digging out some of the old video clips that I've had an archive for years and posting all of that exclusively to the Patreon site for you guys. It's going to be a good time and uh, there are a couple of different tiers you can join in at. Uh, I understand if you can't join the Patreon, but if you're, if you're able to uh, financially support the show and you want to help out, joining the Patreon would be the best way to do that. So I encourage you to go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report and sign up on one of the tiers today. And uh, again, folks, I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And hopefully uh, I can look forward to your financial contribution, which I deeply appreciate as well. God bless, folks, and uh, God freedom amongst see in that order. Folks, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting here live from NGC Studios for the uh, Thursday edition of the show. I want to thank you uh, so very much for joining me uh, here today, wherever you are in the past, present, future hour. Um Contact info as usual. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SMW underscore NGC. Uh, hashtag Whitfield Report. You can also follow me on uh, Gab and Parlor at 
uh, Sam Whitfield, facebook.com forward slash Whitfield report, thesamwhitfield.com is my website. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast. Uh, And if you would be so inclined, ladies and gentlemen, uh, please. Streamlabs.com forward slash the Whitfield Report if you would like to donate. And that is um, about it. And uh, I know I've been collaborating with him a lot lately, but (laughs) joining me on stream is uh, Sean Samanko of Real News and uh, Versa Media. I I find we work really well together. Uh, Of course, you know, Apex and I also work well, but. Uh, I figured I'd have Sean on the Thursday edition because he hasn't been on solo in quite a while. So, uh, you know, Sean, we've been talking off and on over really the past 24 to 40 hours. And uh, this keeps getting more and more nuts. But first off, how are you personally doing today, my friend? I'm doing great. I mean, I can't complain. I mean, it's. I I think people get too emotional over everything anymore. So, I'm glad that I'm staying sane through the whole thing. I know I've been like obsessed with Twitter over the past 24 hours, and I've been monitoring everything and watching everything that's coming out. So, it's been fun watching that, but. I would like to say welcome, everybody, to, because uh, we're live here on Real News, so welcome, everybody, to the Versa Media uh, broadcast here. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and as Sam said, you can follow him on all his socials. We'll link it below. You can subscribe to the channel here. Hit subscribe uh, on Versa Media, and follow us on Twitter, at Versa News Media, for updates and everything, because, like I said, Twitter's been a wild wild west today of lots of stuff going on and a lot of the aftermath that we've been expecting is coming that's why i say i can't complain is because the one thing that is a little unsettling though is the fact that they're pushing really hard to impeach trump i personally don't think they have the time or they're gonna have the votes in the senate to do it but it yeah. is concerning yeah because uh, that could be used to stop him from running again and to scare people and it would like you think yesterday was bad if they impeached him and removed him now that would look like nothing what you saw yesterday compared to what would come next oh yeah and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on i i saw that when you posted that in the in the news section of uh you know versa and i think alex had the Alex pretty much said what you said, you know, mm-hmm. that if the, uh, you know, if they were to remove Trump, the, the, the riots and the, you know, the, the chaos that would ensue after that would make yesterday look like a fucking picnic. And obviously mm-hmm. it, it's not, but, um, you know, it's it's crazy now. You know, I've been doing pretty good too. I've been trying to, you know, stay upbeat, stay optimistic. I had a, I had a relatively good day. However, um, the one thing that I've been getting a lot of, you know, kind of flack on, is uh, all of these, all of these libs who are, 
you know, on my, again, you know, I don't engage in politics on Facebook, but, you know, people more often to engage me. Usually I, usually I ignore them, but, um, I've gotten a couple of snide remarks from people being like, oh, so how about that, you know, make America great again? This is Trump's legacy. And what do you think of Trump? What do you think of Trump's? now and look i'm not gonna pretend that you know yesterday was okay it wasn't you know yesterday was a yesterday was a national disgrace i've already said that you know i don't think it needs to be repeated i'm not gonna beat that dead horse with Mm. that being said someone actually did ask me this or someone rather stated it well oh hillary doesn't look so bad hillary doesn't look so bad after all huh listen what even with all this even with all the shit that happened yesterday even with even with a couple of fucking morons trying to make our movement look bad yesterday and totally making and basically trashing the the MAGA movement for their own selfish, you know, purposes. That's what it is. That's what it was, too. The vast majority of Trump voters do not support what happened yesterday. We're all upset by it. With that being said, if you think yesterday's shit is going finally to say... Oh gee, I I guess I should have uh, voted for Hillary Clinton. No, you're you're wrong. Who do you want to send it to? Oh, shut up, Siri. Um, <laughs> Siri wanted Hillary. Too. I yeah, I don't know why my uh, iPad got triggered by that, but uh, anyway. Um, yeah, if if you think I'm going to suddenly change my mind about Hillary. Look, let me put it this way. If you think Trump is crooked, but Hillary isn't, you're you're delusional. I would vote for Trump again in a heart in a heartbeat, just to make sure that she didn't get into office. Hell that's that is the reason why most people voted for Trump in the first place. If it weren't for Hillary Clinton you know, showing her ugly face in 2016 uh, and trying to, you know, get into the White House because it's her turn, quote-unquote, again, I don't think there would have been a need for a Trump, uh, you know, candidacy in 2016, personally. So, you know, you want to blame uh, racism for Trump? No. Blame Hillary Rodham Clinton for, uh, you know, Trump in 2016. That's the beginning of the end, you know, and with all the, you know, and with all that, it really wasn't until, you know, COVID and, you know, whatnot, when things really started to kind of fall apart under Trump, and he's not even responsible for for that. So I completely reject this, uh, you know, rhetoric that Hillary would have somehow had a better handle on this. Mm-hmm. 
anyway. Yeah, and I, it's it's also Obama's fault too. I mean, Obama gave us Trump in many ways, but he just made a statement at the White House, and the video's been posted online, of course, by the White House, where he's, I mean. <laughs> Some of the headlines like he's changing tone, he's changing direction, he's now accepting defeat. I mean, he's really just saying the same stuff he's been saying, and some people are upset he's throwing supporters on the bus, but look, when you're in that position, you kind of have to say what he said, even if you don't like what he said, I, I understand, but he had to say what he said, and look, I stand with all the MAGA people strongly as anyone else, but it's it's going to be a very sort of delicate next 14 days because Trump's going to be probably unleashing a hell of a lot of pardons. And they're going to try everything they can to stop him from running because they're afraid of that. I mean, you can see in the way they're acting, what they're doing. They're scared of him coming back and winning again because they see that the, his supporters are willing to storm the Capitol for him. There's nobody else that Republicans are willing to do that for have they ever stormed a capital ever no have they ever done what they've done for another candidate or another president ever no i mean that's how special he is that is how uh, much people love him and i'm so tired of seeing these i'm i finally settled on a good term for these people establishment rhinos because they're not even republicans they're just rhinos they keep saying oh we need to move on from this past trump we need to transition away we can't associate with him anymore it's like guys you don't get it i mean look people were willing to die for this guy yesterday there's nothing else like it and like you said people keep trying to you know uh, impeach him and bring up all this other crap because they want to like the thing you're mentioning about him like that this tarnishes his legacy Th that is all a information warfare tactic is simply to ruin his legacy because they don't want him running again that's all that's about it's not a legitimate opinion people hold it is a so it's a very carefully crafted like talking point that's being sent down to brainwash people to prevent him from running again that's what this is all about yeah well he uh Apparently he conceded. And... Well, he he already said this before. Like I have this headline up that says he concedes defeat. Well, he said yesterday sort of the same thing. He said in a more formal way, but he's still saying they stole it from me. I disagree with the results, but we're going to transition. I mean, he's been saying the same thing. It's just for some reason, I guess people are taking it more official now, but said the same thing yesterday you know so he, I, I don't know and this really does show how this really does show how the media you know is really the fourth estate in this country because no one was paying attention to when he said it yesterday but now you know in the aftermath they made a headline again today and now I guess it carries more weight in these people's, uh, you know, minds. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
Uh, and then the other thing, and I hate to bring this up again because we have literally probably beat the crap out of this dead horse on this show uh, before to the point where it's almost uh, Owen Benjamin-like at this point. <laughs> Take a sip. Um, yeah, I've beaten that. I've beaten that horse to death too. But for but for God's sakes, people! Oh, oh, you mad? You mad at people in QAnon? Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, I, again, I stated this last night on both live streams numerous times. I've done shows on how retarded QAnon is. And I will say this again. Alright? So for those of you who want to do your clips of me or whatever, uh, your, your edits, feel free to clip this. I... QAnon is, is... QAnon is dumb. It's retarded. I still have no idea what it is really. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And uh, you know, I don't support QAnon because I don't really know what it is even. It's nonsense. It's a word salad. No, but the vast majority of Trump voters have no idea what QAnon is. Uh, I mean, you know, I I know that Sean, Sean, you 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 know you know what QAnon is, right? As best as I can, yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's a it's a LARP at this point, and if and if the if if the GOP establishment and the media want to blame QAnon for all this. You know stuff. Go ahead. That may be one thing, but for God's sakes, don't tie the entire Trump base to uh, QAnon. You know, and WW1TGA or whatever their annoying hashtag is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of anything new I can say about Q other than I just it's shocking that that has warped some people's minds. I, it still really surprised me that that of all things caught on. And I mean, you and I know it's a bunch of crap, but dude, there's so many people that believe in it. It's not this, the entire right believes and i mean i bet most people don't even know what it is and here, now they might yeah. know a little bit more but and, it's like a sliver it's like a 10 percent of them it's it's, it's like a cult and, and well here's the really here's the thing though too now that the media has covered QAnon and given and given QAnon their 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 attention i guarantee you that there are going to be people who pay who now pay attention to QAnon and who get into it and then when you know when social media try, tries to ban them that it'll go deeper underground and people will be like oh this must be true because it's been banned you know mm -hmm. it, and it will gain it so in the way 
in a way, by the mainstream media, you know, trying to explain QAnon and trying to to denounce it by the by the GOP doing that and by the media doing that, they're actually helping QAnon grow. Great going, guys. Yeah, that that's just the inverse effect with any censorship, anything like this, is that these people are going to double down what they believe. And new people are going to be interested in it, and they're going to find out it's banned. They're going to find out all these things about it, and they're going to say, must be true then. You know, the big tech companies are trying to silence it. Must be true. They're yeah. hiding the truth. And look at all these people that were harmed that were cute people. There must be something to this. And that's always what happens. And I'm not saying that analysis is always right or always wrong. In many cases, it's right. But in this case, it is fundamentally wrong uh, when you look at what Q is. And I was seeing, because last night when we ended our stream, Linwood, he was banned from Twitter, and that's going to be another victory for the Q people, because they're going to be like, look at this. He was one of us, and they took him out. He must be speaking the truth. And you see him replying to Q people on Parlor now. It's like, oh, God. I'm convinced it is, it started off as like a joke or a troll and it's become controlled opposition because you're able to create this boogeyman to smear people that you on the opposition of this crazy conspiracy because they're going to be because look they're already calling them everyone conspiracy theorists for believing the election stolen now they're just going to use Q as proof of it be like, look look what these people read and what they're uh, getting their theories from. They're getting it from Q. And that is why it's it's a very useful tool for them. Yeah, it's it's and and I've heard I've heard I've heard this too. Oh, you don't believe the you don't believe the election was legitimate? You question the election? Oh, well you must believe in Q. It's like no. Yeah, exactly. Uh it's it's like it's like no, I think I think everyone from both sides should be, you know, concerned about uh, you know, uh, let, me, let me put it this way. I'm concerned about the election results because guess what? 2020 was a crazy year. You know, how about that? There were yeah, you know, lots of lots of shit that, you know, happened. You know, I don't I don't think it I don't think it's it was entirely unreasonable to you know to uh you know question the results uh of this election uh you know i and I'm not even like that much of a conspiracy theorist, but you know i I questioned it I think even a few Democrats in my neighborhood. We're questioning it. They're not Q people, but right. you know this is this is what we're dealing with now. It, you know, in the age of um, you know the internet and social media and everything else. So, um, yeah, more bre- not really breaking news, but I saw this today too. Uh, YouTube. YouTube again has said that they're going to continue to crack down on channels that question the election uh, integrity. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's pretty much our channels. Every channel that has a little banner under it that's on your videos that says, "Oh, we're this is a live fact check of the election results in your video." You know, we're all under that umbrella. Just it's only a matter of are they going to care? Are they going to take us out? Well, just to be on the safe side, here's what I'll say: Biden. Biden got into the presidency. You know, he is president-elect. I don't like it. But he, uh, he, you know, he, he got, he got the election in his own way, so to speak. How he got that election, I'm not going to say how, because I can't. But, uh, you know, let's leave it at that. For the sake of uh, YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, it, what's more troubling too is actually Twitch. To me, there, even though there's not a lot of political people on there, like it's one of the worst for censorship. They not only banned words, they have now banned Trump's account on there. Wait, Trump, Trump had a Twitch account? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't know he had one either, but apparently he did. It was uh, taken down. I'm gonna start pulling up some of these tweets I've been reading off today. But yeah, they they pulled that down. Um, I know Facebook. Here's the big one. Facebook has Mark Zuckerberg did even a post on his personal page saying we're gonna be banning Trump indefinitely. Till he's out of office, pretty much is what they said. But they said it could be longer, could be more. See, I wonder what is going to happen now with, like, the Trump brand accounts, not Trump himself, mm. but like, you know, the Trump Hotel and the, you know, basically the Trump brand, because those are businesses that you know, pay. And obviously Trump himself probably pays for promotion and whatnot, whatnot too, but, you know, Trump's businesses really don't have anything to do with politics. And, you know, yeah, obviously I know the Democrats are going to say, oh, oh, his businesses launder money from Russia. No, they don't. But, you know, mm-hmm. that just go. But, you know, I'm wondering, like, it... How far is this gonna go? Is uh you know Ivanka's, you know, page in danger? Is Melania's? Is Eric's? Is you know, what about Trump hotels? You know, or any of the Trump golf courses? You know. Hmm. I tend to think his business pages will actually be fine because there's no political content. But, but you know, they could lump it saying, "Oh, it's a part of Trump." It's the he well, created these accounts, so therefore, well, yeah, they're that, still a threat. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. They shouldn't go after his other pages, but they might just, yeah, just by so by association, right? I think the ones. I mean, he himself personally will be banned from Twitter soon, and his kids will probably be banned soon. His campaign accounts will probably be banned soon, but. Unless they take them down themselves, the campaign before they're banned or private them, I 
that's how I see things going. I think the Facebook situation is actually a little more interesting because I think Twitter is a definite, but Facebook is really doing a very unusual ban that they've never done before where they're locking him out for the next 13 days. And Zuckerberg phrased that as, therefore we are extending the block because it was originally 24 hours. We have placed on his Facebook and Instagram accounts indefinitely and for at least the next two weeks until the peaceful transition of power is complete. See, that's so vague. It's going to be at least till he's out of office. And personally, I think they're trying to ease into a permanent ban. That's what they're really doing. Oh, and yeah. when he's permanently banned, which is what's going to happen. They're all they're going to do like pretty much an Alex, and that's what's kind of happening now is an Alex Jones level hit where it's simultaneous, concise, just hits across the board on things you didn't even think he had accounts on, like Twitch. And Snapchat, he's banned indefinitely too. I mean, I followed him on or subscribed to his Snapchat, and it's gone. So I think probably, I mean, I've always speculated that he would lose his Twitter after January 20th. And I think that might still be the case. I think literally the day of, the day after, a few days after, a few a week after, all his crap is going to be gone. I think it's actually all going to go around the same time, Alex Jones style within. If 24, 48 hour window, it's all just going to go. It's all going to be gone. My question is, how far does this go? Does this extend, right. does this extend to Trump or does this extend to Trump supporters? Oh, I think it's going to extend to supporters 100%. I mean, that's not going to get as much news coverage, but right. you're going to see a lot of people getting purged. I mean, you've already seen conservative accounts losing a lot of followers thousands of followers over the past 24 hours and we expected that and it's happening it's how much it's going to happen who's going to get hit like i've been backing up all of our videos today because i know big purge is coming i i just know it i just don't know who's going to get hit i think his kids are going to be fine for now but i do think it depends what they tweet and say because I mean, everybody likes to say, oh, it doesn't matter what they say, there's going to be him anyway. Kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they, they're they looking to get you for sure, but they still need a good excuse. And that's what they're using this event for, the good excuse so that it can happen and nobody questions it. And it just happens. And so... I think depending on what his kids say online, they could get booted, but I'm going to say no. I think they're going to save him for a later date. I I would have I would have to agree. I mean, I'm looking at my stuff too and you know, hoping that nothing happens, but you uh you just don't know. It uh mm-hmm. You know, like I said, thing like I said last night uh, things are going to get dicey real quick here. Uh, and, I mean, with the whole YouTube thing, doesn't surprise me because my videos are staying in processing, in air quotes, longer and longer these these days. Um, it's actually kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and in fact i just had to refresh the uh the youtube studio page because the view count wasn't coming in it just stopped stopped so um uh so um let's talk about after let's talk about uh something that biden was saying because Biden was saying yet again today that he wants to bring the uh, the country back together, and that we mm-hmm. and that we need to unify and come together and find unity. Well, are you gonna be one? Are you gonna be the one to do that, Joe? Or uh, you know, are you just talking out your? Uh, are you just talking out your? Are you talking out your ass again? Uh, you know, how many? How many times have we heard, you know, the Democrats call for unity? Like, even Hillary Clinton was saying that we need unity after the 2016 election. Yet the Dems spent the first year and a half tearing the country apart over the 2016 election and Russiagate. So forgive me if I don't, if I don't buy uh, Biden's, I want to unify and heal the country. Uh, yeah, I'm really tired of that unity crap because it's totally fake. And I mean, you see him giving speeches where he's blasting half the country, saying how they're racist, they're crazy, they're conspiracy theorists, they're sexist, all these things. It's totally fake. And they hate half the country. They hate the whole country, technically, but they really hate half of it. But it's just more of the same BS that they fear about unity, which is a total lie. There is no unity. Unity's dead. And both sides kind of say, screw that. We're not even going to try for unity at this point. It's just all-out warfare. And, I mean, you look at some of the stuff Biden was saying today in his speech, and he said, you know, crap like, I'm pulling it up right now on my phone because I want to get the quote, but he was saying, like, oh, no one can tell me that if this had been a group of Black Lives Matter protesting yesterday, there wouldn't have been a treat very differently than a mob of thugs that stormed the Capitol. It's like, what are you talking about, dude? Why would they be treated differently? It, it, oh, maybe it's because they were burning. They would be burning stuff. They would be stabbing people. They would be looting stores. That's what happens at those protests. Yeah, um, and Eric July, a young rapper of five nine. I don't know if you know who he is. He's he's kind. I wouldn't call him like a. He's not libertarian. He's kind of an. He's kind of like an ANCAP YouTuber, which I don't really subscribe to that whole philosophy either. But mm-hmm. I like his live streams, and he did make a very valid point, right? I was listening to a stream this afternoon as I was eating lunch, and uh, he made a point that when businesses and local, you know, neighborhoods, when city blocks were burning across the country, uh, you know, over the summer, the the political establishment, the GOP and the left, were both kind of like, eh, it's un, it's unfortunate, it's sad, 
But, you know, these are just angry protesters. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's a tragedy, but... It's a tragedy, but eh, what are you going to do? That's, ba- that's basically what they were saying. Meh, what are you going to do? Then you have... Then you have people storming the Capitol. Which means that these people are on their land, so to speak. And... All of a sudden, the tune becomes, "Oh my God, this is this is outrageous! How could they, uh, you know, come on to the capital? These people are unruly. These people are are domestic terrorists. There was a lot of pearl clutching going on by this mm-hmm. by these same people who were saying, nah." small businesses burning and whatnot oh yeah it's totally fake and hypocritical like you wouldn't believe it's rules for me not for these okay my side's violent when yours is not that's why i look at this and the only fair way i can look at it is be like hey these are these are peaceful protesters fighting for social justice why are you guys outraged over it that's all I say. I don't say anything else because you got to hold them to their standards, and that's their standard. It's, yeah. These are peaceful protesters. Yeah, and by, and by the way, for anyone who wants to take, take that out of context, yeah, Sean, yeah, Sean is being a bit ironic there. For the, yes. For, for those who can't, you know, who can't detect tone or sarcasm or anything like, like that. So Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I have to put that in there before someone clips that out of context. And, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm glad you did because I mean, that's all I'm trying to say is that th- that's what the media has been telling us. That's what the left has been telling us about Black Lives Matter. And we'd see them burn cities. I mean, there's the infamous meme of the guy that's on CNN on the ground reporting. And I think Minneapolis and behind him, there's a you know, there's a city behind him, and he goes, oh, these are mostly peaceful protests, and there's a graphic at the bottom that says fiery but mostly peaceful protests, and or fiery but peaceful protests, I think it says, and behind him is burning building, literally burning. I love, uh, Michael Malice had a terrific treat, tweet, uh, tweet last night about that, where he, where he said, uh, where he said, the storming of the Capitol was mostly peaceful yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Um, I saw that too, and uh, honestly, that that's that's the game to play because that's the game that they're playing. Is they're they're calling these things peaceful, so we'll say it back to them. Be like, yeah, it's peaceful, right? And this is peaceful too. And then and then and then also, I saw some other liberal, uh, like blog on Twitter. One of those, one of those nameless blue checkmark people. Uh, being like, oh my god, these people are defacing statues inside the Capitol building, and I'm like, I'm like, but it's just a statue, right? It, it doesn't actually mean anything. Mm. It, it's it's just an in it's just an inanimate object. It, it's just a statue. Quit over, quit overreacting. You know, as a statue of a. A uh, white supremacist colonizer, I bet. So it's 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 progressive. It's well, a bunch of right. Well, well, right, yeah. You know, I, I, again, though, 
being some ironic, you know, we're we're whole we're holding them to their own their own you know standards, right? It's it's just a statue, so they shouldn't be upset. So, um, but yeah, and one thing too, I want to mention actually to jump off the irony trains, like people were saying that oh there wasn't as much force used yesterday oh they were being nice to these people you know because it's his own people and here's a tweet from julio uh, rosas who's been doing amazing coverage of all these uh rides over the past few months and everything and he says someone who's covered many of these rides last year i can say that this narrative is simply false tear gas pepper balls pepper spray and flashbangs were all used yesterday just as they were used on riders in 2020. So, I mean, there you have it. It's silly. Oh, apparently the mayor of Portland was punched by Antifa at a restaurant. Ga- oh, my God. Hey, Gamma, hop in versus Media's uh, server and jump on jump on the VC. Dude, don't don't call yourself an exiled Gamma. I thought, I thought you were... I, <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were working. So yeah, chance is still open to him. So yeah, quit. As long as you have the permissions, you can jump in any time. In 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 the in the words of uh, Vox Day, quit being a fucking gamma, and <laughs> and uh, getting. Yeah. Uh, by the way, like speaking of like personalities like that, and I'm not calling out Vox Day because I don't think he has a Twitter, but like. Man, everybody's just got to have their hot takes on all the stuff that's happening. They got to be like, oh, you know, from everything from, you know, Trump's Hitler to Trump threw us under the bus to, uh, we, you know, everybody sucks. The world's going to end. Like, I'm getting really tired of these hot takes, especially from people on the right. They're trying yeah. to be like provocative and like, ooh, I'm well, actually... Well, against a lot of things on the right. Well, those, well, those are those are the grifters, man. They they'll 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 change uh they'll change their shit on on a dime, um mm-hmm. you know to make money basically, um and you know in in the case of what what's what I want to know is. Again, going back to the people who believe in Q, uh, I want to see the mental gymnastics for how Trump is going to stay in office now. Because you know there are idiots like the out there who are still going to be like, trust the plan, guys. Oh, God. See, I hate that that sort of like hot take, too. It's like something bad will happen to be like, trust the plan. There's still time. We can still do it, and it's like, no. I mean, I, I've said for weeks that this is over, and you know, I wasn't saying that out of pessimism or optimism. I was just saying that out of the realistic I, outlook of how things were. I lost, I I lost subscribers when I when I said that, and they were like, really, and they were like, oh, Sam, you're just, I've never seen you like this. You have, you have, you, I. I didn't think you had a defeatist attitude. I'm very mm. I'm very disappointed how you're just giving up. And it's like I'm not giving up. I'm just I and I don't have a defeatist attitude. I'm just saying that this is the situation I don't like any more than you guys do. 
but I'm not going to be here and be like, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a way Trump, you know, trust the plan. This is all part of Trump's master plan to, to stay in office and, uh, you know, arrest, arrest pedos and all that stuff. Um, you know, like, and, and that, that's, that's the other thing is like a lot of these conspiracy theorists, you know, everything ties back to pedophile with them. And, and it's like, yeah, it's a problem, but not everything is a pedo ring either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know. These, some of these people are really silly. And I don't know, there's just like a lot of like, I feel like, and that's why I sometimes say stuff online about this because I feel like there are certain opinions or voices that aren't being represented or stated out there. Like you have your people that are like, oh, these writers did nothing wrong. These people that say Trump and Q are to blame for all this. You have these people that are saying that Pence is a traitor. You have these people that are saying all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of stuff going around. And I'm just sitting here like, look, I mean, this is a mess. Like, whatever you can say about it, it's a big mess right now. And, and so- some good can come out of it, some bad, who knows. But what's happening, you know, like, with Trump's move right now, with his video he just made, everything he said there I didn't have a problem with. with. I knew he would say it. He said it. It's fine. Look, he's not. If he were to, like, all these people that destroyed property and it did all this, if he were to basically let them off the hook, you don't think they would come after him for that? You don't think and, they'd and, come after other people for that? It's like, what's he going to do? Well, exactly. That, that, that's my entire point. What other option? Can someone explain to me what other option Trump had but to do that real, realistically? Right. I, I, and I, I think, and, and there's also, keep in mind this too, because I'm just seeing this. Apparently, one of the Capitol Police has died now because they were hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. So, oh, that yeah. throws a big wrench into it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and, and the worst, the worst part of it is too is like, there is all this chaos, and the the politicians, they can pearl clutch and act outraged all they want, but, and forgive me, maybe I am being a little pessimistic, but deep down, you know they love this, because mm-hmm. it's it's, they're getting a, a oh crap, uh oh, thought we lost the connection. Uh, therefore, suck. Um, now we so good. No, we uh, on YouTube it was saying no data, and now it's saying excellent connection. Thought we had gotten. Yeah, bit. I've had that a few times. It, it it always it always gives me a scare. It always gives me a scare when that happens because I'm like, oh shit, they got me, they cut me off. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and- no, that hey, I don't blame you for thanking that. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to the people in chat. Donnie's back in chat. Thanks for joining us. She says, "I like the look. Thank you. I designed it uh, for the election day. Did you see the story for Italy? Did it? I did not. I, I'll look into that though." Oh, hey, is that Alex? Yep. 
<laughs> asleep, Alex. Uh, voice of reason. Do you know how many pedo rings there are out there? Yeah, there are shit ton. Dude, I believe you. But and and Sam, I bet with you too on that. It's just it's not everything. It's not everywhere. I, I'm it's I'm, the cute people I'm take it to extreme. Yeah, I'm Peter rings. What was that? What did you say? Peter rings. What the fuck is pedo? That? Oh, pedophile rings. Yeah. Now. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's probably I don't know, man. There's probably like. I don't know, like, there depends on what, like, you're talking about, like, high-level rings, there's probably, like, maybe five, like, really, like, you know, like, the Epstein stuff, there's probably, like, five to ten smaller scale, like, rings, you know, especially if you count places like Thailand and, uh, you know, like, the Philippines and stuff, there's probably a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I'd probably put that maybe, like, a hundred, like, small-scale ones. I'm not... I'm not even saying it's not a problem. It, it definitely is. I'm saying that I'm not. I'm just saying that there are people who see it, it's. It's almost like how the uh, the neo Nazis blame the JQ for everything. It's like I don't know about that. That comparison. that that might that might that might that might be somewhat of a bad analogy. But they're they're obsessed. But both parties are like obsessed with it somewhat. So Well, you see what happened with Epstein, like highest levels of government, like one of the people on the British Crown. Oh yeah. Was involved with a pedophile ring, you know, like Hollywood. But but what but what I'm saying but what I'm saying too, this goes back you 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 kind of missed out on this Alex. What I was saying is that people like is that the QAnon LARPers like to, like, what they like to do is they like to tie Trump's victory. Like, if, if Trump wins in 2020, then all the pedo rings will be, uh, you know, exposed. And, you know, it, like... Trump, actually, if you look at the amount of people that were arrested for, like, mm-hmm. during the Trump administration, like, I think that was... It was unprecedented. It was like more than any other administration. No, yeah, I like a lot of that. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. That, but you know, again, it's going back to the whole QAnon utopia thing, right? Like Trump is not the second coming. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, he's just a dude. Yeah, that's the thing. He's human. He makes good moves. He makes bad moves. You know, that's true. Yeah, I mean, uh, I agree, and I I think some people are way like the, again. There's two extremes. Of everything I think some people praise him way too much, and they're like, "Trust the plan." It's five thousand D underwater chess, and then there's the exactly. people that are like insanely critical of him. They're like, "Like what? The, did you see his speech he just made, Alex?" No. No, no, I, I just saw like a bunch of these like complete shithead Republicans who are like, oh, we're gonna impeach him. All oh, this is like really like fucking Hogan, fucking Hoagie Hogan out of Baltimore, like the most corrupt fucking state. Like, I wonder what he had to do to get into that position. Like, who did he have? To... Mm-hmm. Like, you want to talk about pedophile rings? I won't be surprised if that guy was involved with one of those. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, and. The... I'm officially using the phrase for these people, establishment rhinos. I mean, I've, I keep saying establishment Republicans, but they're not even Republicans because you get people that they'll be like, oh, look, 
Republicans are condemning him. They're on board with the 25th Amendment. I'm like, those aren't Republicans. Those are rhinos. Those are establishment. The same people that Trump hated, like your Mitt Romney types. And what we need to do is someone needs to go and make a website. And I've been talking about that. Make a website, make a list, and do like a grade on them. Like cuck or based. Well, you have a website, Sean, that you're not using for anything. <laughs> I'm not going to use that website. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's do it live. Like, hey, that's that's how we can grow the org. <laughs> yeah, no, just like put like just links to all the like articles where they sit in like archive links to where all the shit they've said, all the shit they've done. You know, I've been thinking about that. I I I don't want to give too much away on air, but I've been thinking about the idea of like you know the Turning Point Professor watch list. You're a cuck rock watch list. Yeah, pretty I'm much. Write a watch list. Call it the Safari. <laughs> yes um that's what i see because i i've been talking to people about this because i don't know about you but to me there's a clear next step there's a clear problem and a clear solution the clear next step is to primary the establishment rhinos and to elect mag america first candidates to me that is the the next step that is and the problem really is that you get these people like Cren- uh, Crenshaw's a great example. This is a guy who slithered his way into Congress, and we all thought he was cool at first. Like, oh, he's got this eye patch. He's kind of badass. Like, he's a Marine. Like, look at this guy. And then none of us knew because nobody did the research. Then in 2015, he posted a Facebook post, basically, you know, a Never Trump post, like bashing him, calling him bigoted, uh, xenophobic, hates Muslims, like all these things. If you had had that in the primaries and you exposed that on him, he would never have won. Never. He would have lost. So my solution, because I think, look, you can get somebody to go from loving to hating Crenshaw just by showing him that. You can get him to switch on a dime. So my idea is what you need to do is create a website that goes by goes down all these people, everyone that's elected, everyone that's running. And has all like a cuck grade on them. Like, are they, uh, you know, or America first grade? I don't know, MAGA grade, some like that. Rhino grade. Rhino grade. People do stuff not related to Trump if they do Rhino shit, like donate like billions of dollars to like the ADL or something. Well, that's what I'm saying. To me, it's it's all about those things. It's it's like a Rhino grade, pretty much. And you want to, if if you can expose that. And you can share it because look, when you have the influencers off the Twitter and off the Facebook. You need people to do it. You need the populace to do it. So you have the website. You have people sharing it. I mean, they can ban the links, which probably will happen, but they, people can email it. But the point is, there needs to be a list. And like, we need to check it twice, and we need to find out who's cucky and who's based. Do you like some Animorph shit with the fucking graphics where it goes from lion to rhino? So, like, you know, grade <laughs> A, with like, you know, you're, the, you're actually, like, pro- like america politician that's a lion you know like that's fucking trump for the most part yes. and then you go like lion to like what else would be like like maybe um like a tiger or dog or something i don't know like something like a wolf lion wolf yes. dog cow hippopotamus rhino <laughs> ogre ogre yeah. for swamp monster Oh yeah, but like you'd have to like I'd I'd like to be like you know it sort of looks the same. They could like morph the silhouette. 
we'll talk about this off air and we can like experiment with it because it needs to happen because there's nothing out there like it i'm almost surprised there's nothing like it yet but maybe it can become a part uh i think that i don't know what that yeah i guess that couldn't be a part of the org if we want to keep that nonpartisan. but well it's not really non well see the nra does like a rating list well that's what i'm thinking it's like it's like those sort of ratings yeah but you know, you know. well trump like you can ha- like they'll be full of republicans anyways you know more than democrats so they're gonna think you're more of a democrat fucking thing <laughs> or you can put democrats on there because like someone like tulsi gabbard would probably have a higher fucking rating than jeb bush yeah <laughs> yeah that that's the thing uh fat heck boy in chat speaking of uh speaking on crenshaw says uh, Trump hates Muslims, so says the guy who killed them for a living. Yeah, see that that good point. Yeah, good that, point. yeah, that that's a that's a good point. See the thing with the thing with that the thing with uh, Crenshaw. I'll Crenshaw. I'll, I'll admit when I with a uh, cringe Shaw, maybe that's a good name for Crenshaw. him. Um, <laughs> I'm stealing that one from Cernovich. I'll, he calls him Crenshaw. I'll 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 admit that uh, when Crenshaw when when Crenshaw first came on the scene, I mean I thought he looks cool. He looks like Snake from uh, Escape from from the, <laughs> from Escape from New York. He uh, you know he had the eye patch. He uh, you know he like he looked like he looked like a badass marine. Uh, you know up until you realize that he's totally establishment and. Now he, now he looks more like uh, Ernst Stavro Blofeld. Yes, uh, from, <laughs> from the James Bond movies. Yeah, so. if you took off his patch, he looked like freaking Blofeld. Fucking uh, pirate from SpongeBob. <laughs> yes. Um, all, people in our chat. We actually have some people in chat tonight, which is good. Voice of Reason says, um. This is not QAnon. This is government control of intelligence assets. They control the world. How many CCP spies have infiltrated institutions of higher learning? A lot. Look at the uh, Confucius Institute, for one. Uh, did you know that Epstein was protected by America and somebody else? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I learned about Epstein through PJW before he was ever busted. And I think that was during Pizzagate. Or yeah. It was around that time. Oh, shit. We had Donnie on there for... Yeah. I was actually gonna message her to see how she was doing recently, but I'll still hit her up. Uh, Sauston, I never, I never followed Q. No, op, no option. I do support President Trump. Yeah, Sauston, I mean, you're not alone. That's what I was saying at the begin, at the very beginning of the program. Like the vast, the vast majority of, the vast majority of Trump supporters are not on board with, with Q. None of us even have, the vast majority of, ha, vast majority of ha, us have no idea what Q even is. Um, yeah, that's one thing I really disagree with. And I, I like Mike Smirvich a lot. I like a lot of the work he does. One thing I disagree with him, I saw just today, he somebody tweeted, not every Trump voter is on board with the Q movement. In fact, mass majority, the vast majority are not. Stop lumping the two together. And he and Cernovich says at this point, it's ninety percent who are. And I'm like, no, uh, that's false. I I I literally said a few minutes ago, like it's about ten percent of our side that believes in Q. Or like I, I'm if, totally if ten. I'm of that. 
Yeah, if if ten, I'd say more like yeah, I'd say more like seven, and that's being generous. Oh, we need to go and get a fucking poll on this. Yo, yeah, people in chat, if you believe in Q, um, type Q. If you do not, say, I guess no. Q, Q for people to believe in Q, and no for people that do not believe in Q. Like, someone needs to actually do, like, an actual poll, though. Like Like a a Gallup poll? Like one of those ones where they pay you money for your opinion that people actually take seriously. Mm. Yeah, apparently Sargon is doing a good analysis of everything going on, so I encourage people to check that out, too. Um, I, I feel like people would still would still say, like, yes, just to fuck with with you know with the poll well yeah but even then it's yeah you know a lot of them probably don't know what the fuck q is they'll be like oh the guy from bond yeah i i don't really follow that guy much <laughs> that is that that's that's the that's the unfortunate thing too is uh i i i saw i saw a, i saw a great meme where it's like i i believe in i believe in q no, no, no. I mean, this Q shows the shows the, mm. the Q from uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. No, yeah. no, no. I meant I believe in this Q. Then shows the Q from from James Bond. So. Yeah, I was tempted on like Twitter and Facebook just to see what would happen. I'd be like, I follow Q, or Q sent me, and I was gonna put a picture of Q with like the Aston Martin and the seat coming out of the, the ejector seat and all that shit and all the gadgets like just to oh, see what people yeah. would say yeah. I mean some people go like, oh, cringe bro and then you have those people be like oh wink wink you're a cure I'm like god damn it uh, yeah. yeah that's a good way to separate the Q people out of my Facebook friends and get rid of them H bug uh, says Q is Q is a horoscope for beginners or no, Q's, for boomers. Yeah, Q is a horoscope for boomers. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. That sums it up. Although, although H bug to be like to be honest, my like you know my parents are baby boomers and like like they were like yeah this QAnon thing is pretty fucking stupid. Like that. Like they're they're like they're who my so my parents are like. Who actually believes in uh, you? And I'm like, it's just like you guys said, stupid people. So, yeah, I it's it is amazing though that how many people have fallen for him. We're still talking about. I wonder though, will we stop? Will it fade out after January twentieth, or is it going to take a new phase? Is this its final form? I don't know. I mean, Q now. <laughs> Who knows? You know, it's 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 just a goofy horoscope, but uh, it, it'll. I mean, I I was posting a line on the news chat and whatnot, but this is one of the ones that really caught my eye too. Was there was a article posted by Vox, of course, and the headline on their tweet for the article says. How a failure to learn from the lessons of Gamergate's hate campaign contributed to the out-of-control violence at the U.S. Capitol today. So, not only is Trump 
to blame for the violence. Not always Q to blame for the violence, uh, but now gamers are too. Uh, of 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 course, so, of of course, because we have we have to tie everything back to Gamergate and Comicsgate too. We uh, yeah. I mean, Comicsgate like it's not it's nowhere near what Gamergate was. No, but. Well, let me let me put it this way though. I when when whenever Comicsgate does get mentioned, it gets immediately tied to Gamergate. But then again, well, there's probably, s- there is probably a tie to those too. But then, yeah, there are some similarities from I remember. Well, uh, well, and then I mean, then again, I'm 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 more of a co- I'm more of a comic book nerd than I am a gamer. So that's just me. Mm, I'm on the reverse. I'm a I'm I'm a born again gamer. I was in my younger years, and then when I hit high school, college, it kind of mostly college. I didn't have time for it. I didn't have a console with me, and I just had my laptop, so I wasn't really into it then. But I kind of kept an ear on the ground, and now I'm back into it. So born again gamer. Kevin Dugan. Kevin. Uh, Kevin Dugan asks. Are there any demons in here? Why yes, Kevin. Uh, why yes, Kevin. Kevin, there, there, there are. Um, so welcome. And uh, voice of reason yeah. says, "What? Uh, Q was a game store for four chan uh, people to play and decode the messages." I think Q will last as long as people are interested. It was a game that got out of control. Yeah, I've always kind of said it was like a troll or a meme that became controlled opposition but he does ask uh, what do you guys know about the global reset okay so the, the global i think is what they're talking about right? yeah the great so a lot of it seemed like smoke and smoke and mirrors to me too like i don't know if you guys are much uh, follow crypto much but like i keep hearing it like you know the great like we're all gonna we're all gonna be on cryptocurrency. We're all gonna have digital wallets. We're all gonna we're all gonna have like I I keep hearing that like XRP is gonna be the new like global currency or you know something like that. So again, this whole great reset thing, I don't know. Let me put it this way: it could be real, but for right now, I'm kind of treating it like you, where I'm kind of like skeptical of it well I think things like Bitcoin aren't in their current state are not going to reach the masses but I do think paper money will cease to exist within 10 to 20 years I think the government will want to force people to use digital currency not just because it's you know, easier thing for them to track and trace so that nothing's taxed, but it's it, it will just be, you know, what people will eventually be like, oh, this is the modern, new, nice way to do it. I already do everything digital. And so it's kind of the seeds are already planted there, and then the government's just going to be like, well, this is a way where we can track your money, make sure our taxes are collected, and watch, you know, they're it would be less fraud, theoretically less illegal money, but of course it would well, still be out there. 
No, my issue with that is unless they have some sort of like internet bill of rights or something, you know, mm-hmm. how that that's going to create a situation where like, let's say you're Alex Jones, you know, they can just completely ban you off of having access to money at all. Yeah. Like that, like at least in real life, you could, you can always have physical currency, but if, you know, we live in this great reset world, Unless there is some sort of guarantee that they can't do that to you. You know, it's pretty difficult. Like, I was reading somewhere. Like, there was an article and it was, like, it's easier, you know, like, it's actually pretty difficult to, like, really, like, hold your Bitcoin anywhere safely. Like, it's not as easy as people make it out. Like, I think if you're a felon, like, there's things that prevent you from doing that. Especially if you've been caught with, like, money laundering before. But, you know, you would never see that with actual, like hard currency like even if you're a pedophile you can still buy you know you can still hold physical cash Mm -hmm. that's sort of my thing like and i think they found like you know out of all the currencies like the easiest one to like get was fucking runescape money and you could actually use that to buy shit so you can convert to other things like it was funny (laughs) to use fucking runescape money than bitcoin that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I do think though that yeah, you're 100 percent right. Like there needs to be some internet bill of rights for that to be implemented because, like you said, people could easily be discriminated on this, um, you know, easily, just incredibly easily. And I think it's inevitable. There's going to be internet bill of rights of sorts. I just I hope it's done properly. So. No, they're going to love this because then they could be like, oh well, you know, you can just use a different currency. You know, like the fucking libertarians out there, which, you know, of fuck course. those people. Like, yeah, get them people. out. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's big government or big tech. You know, if you're getting fucked in the ass, it's going to hurt when you sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> they they just have such a childish, one-dimensional view on things. And I, that that's one of my biggest, you know, uh, I say realizations, red pills... It's happened the past four years is exactly what you said. Where it doesn't matter how you're getting screwed or who's screwing you, you're getting screwed. And there's always a balance to things. There's always a balance. Too much of one thing's bad, too much of the other is bad. So it's, I mean, you're going to see a lot of alternative currencies being used, I think, but will they be accepted? That's the bigger thing. I mean, yeah, Bitcoin's accepted in some places, but most normal places, I don't see Bitcoin accepted. But virtual wallets are 100% the future. Love it or hate it, it's the future. Yeah. But it becomes dangerous because imagine when the power goes out, when, because that, that's what I think is going to happen. You're going to have massive blackouts in the future. Like California's already seeing rolling blackouts that I guess are still happening. But I have a feeling that you're going to see some. You know, uh, yeah, not just cyber attacks, but just infrastructure failures where we have massive blackouts and you have nothing. Like you can't do anything. So there's gonna have to be some sort of backup to that. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Especially like that solar winds hacking, man. That's that's going to be really interesting because, like, you know, that just happened. That was just information gathering, I think, for the most part. But, like, let's say they want to actually do something. They already have access to your fucking government servers. 
for like mm-hmm. local governments that run your power stations. Like they could have done some real shit. Uh, I think I I can hear Alex fine, but someone is saying, "Are you interviewing somebody locked in the basement? We can barely hear hear him." Um, is that is that Sean that you guys can't hear or? Wait, Sean, am I, are you having a hard time hearing me? No, I can hear you fine, but what I had to do on Discord is I turned you up to 200% volume, and Sam, you're at like 90%. Okay, yeah. I think that's Alex, then. I think I'm gonna, I think... Yeah, I think I might have... Can you move your mic closer, Alex? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was the same distance it was yesterday. Oh, that's better already. Okay, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, Kevin, I don't have anybody in my basement. I live in Florida. We don't have basements here, buddy. So. <laughs> uh, Voices of Reason says in our chat, uh, would you all think of the Elise gather in Davos, Switzerland, and discuss the lives of little people? Hey, it's just like Bilderberg. It's just like Bohemian Grove. It's a place where elites are meeting. And yeah, they're probably doing like in Bohemian Grove some fratty stuff, but you gotta imagine they're carving out some deals. They're talking shop, talking business, and especially at Bilderberg and Davos, absolutely. It's 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 where the globalists meet and come up with all their schemes. Don't forget Joe Biden's platform, Build Back Better. That's a global platform. Yep, that's a you UN globalist phrase. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Like fucking Biden, man. This is gonna suck ass. Yeah, they used to say New World Order, people caught on, so they changed it. And I don't think that's really what it is. It's the same fucking thing. It's the yeah. Same thing. They're, like, just, they're, re, they're remarketing it. Yeah, they're just remarketing like a new, it's just a new term for this, you know, a part of their bigger plan, which I guess you could say is a New World Order. And the Build Back Bear is just a part of it. The Global Reset's a part of it. It's It's chapters in a plan. What do you think that Jeff Bezos... What? Why do people think that Jeff Bezos is the richest man on Earth? Well, he was, but he's not anymore. Imagine what happened if you don't do what they want you to do. They can maybe flip a switch and you're gone. Exactly. That's the fear of uh, everything we're describing. But yeah, Elon Musk is now the richest person in the world, which I find very interesting that uh, our outsider Elon took the top slot now away from globalist Bezos. Well, he was always pretty wealthy, like since PayPal, like in terms of like millionaires, billionaires, you know, he, he wasn't fucking poor ever. Oh just... yeah. But I mean, think of how much money Bezos has from, Oh, you know what it is? The freaking divorce. Dude, that's and what women are fucking expensive, especially <laughs> if you don't work out well with them. Yeah. You get married. That's why if you're married, don't marry I'm... people that you don't like. One hundred percent for sure. Like, won't divorce. You know. Yeah, I'm always the biggest guy that will preach: marry the woman you love and that you'll love for the rest of your life. Because, I, I mean, divorces are awful. Just doesn't matter who's doing them; they're awful, awful, awful. I would never want to deal with that because then you have lawyers getting involved that. Or doing dirty stuff that, you know, you may think, oh, you know, these lawyers are out there for me. They're helping me. Like, they're just helping themselves get a bigger deal out of it. So they're going to, they'll do some downright awful things to your soon-to-be uh, ex-wife just so that they can get more. 
Do you see that from uh, Voice of Reason? Come on, man. Think of how much money the Rockefellers have. Like, they, I don't think <laughs> they really have that much money anymore because, like, you know, for every generation, that wealth gets fucking split. Yeah, you know? and the Rockefellers aren't in... Dude, do you realize how big Amazon is? It is where people buy everything from. I mean, everybody probably buys something from Amazon once a week, I'd say, or once every other week, especially during these times. Oh, no, dude. I, I, like, other than for Christmas, I really don't use Amazon that much. I'd rather just really? go. It's, a, it's an excuse to get out to the store. Well, see, I'd like to, but <laughs> everything I want is never in stores. Exactly. And that's where Amazon can corner the market, and they're doing it really well during the pandemic. And, I mean, the Rockefellers, like, what are they in now? I don't even know. First... They, they probably have power, but they I don't think their wealth is as high as it used to be. Because, like, here's the thing. You know, like, the, the macro level of government, like, strong, like, hard times build strong men, blah, blah, blah. Like, that, that pretty much happens to a degree with, like, rich people. Like, unless... You know, like the original people out there who get rich, like they're fucking great. Like they're smart. They know how to spend their money and how not to spend it. But then their kids, unless they like teach them from a very young age, like how to, you know, actually generate wealth and keep it, they're not going to know how to um, do that stuff. Right. They're not going to know how to do it. Yeah. And I mean, look, they're, they're still a wealthy family for sure. Uh, he says they're in everything. Yeah, I could see. I mean, I'm looking at some of the stuff right now, but I mean, just look at Bezos. The guy through this one site has accumulated so much wealth that he became the wealthiest man in the world from one website, pretty much. And it's a website that is very central to our economy. I mean, you can't ignore the power and influence that guy has, which it's. I think that's what's changing now is like, yeah, the Rockefellers may be in a lot of things, but Bezos is only in like, one thing that has tentacles, you know, and people will be like, oh, well, that's like the same with real estate. I'm like, eh, kind of, kind of like the Rockefellers, but it's a little different because, you know, the way they they got their money, that's family money. Bezos doesn't have family money. He started this shit, and now he was the richest man in the world for, you know, a decent amount of time, but what screwed him was that divorce. I mean... Because Elon, yeah, he's got a lot of money, but Tesla isn't exactly making the biggest of profits yet. And, you know, yeah, he's going to haul in some money, but to catch up to Bezos, I, I, when I first saw that, I was like, how do you catch up to Bezos so quickly? And I remember it's that freaking divorce that... Well, he's getting those investors right now, and that's, I, I, you I, know, where he's making most of his money from, I think. Oh, really? It's from, I think it's from I these investors. They just, like, keep dumping money into the stocks because they think it'll pay off. It's like tech companies like where they'll be valued at like incredibly high even though they don't produce anything or actually produce negative profit for the first like five years or something but uh, here's the one thing with them i think that they are going to do pretty well under the biden administration because they're an electric car i think they're going to get advantages for that they might they might like that's and that's probably why the stock prices, I imagine, are I imagine they're pretty high right now because that's sort of what they plan on. Because I know like him and Trump got us in beef. Because here's the thing with electric cars, they're not profitable right now unless they have massive subsidies. Yeah, that's true. Very true. I mean, Elon yeah. was kind of afloat because of subsidies. 
for the longest time. Yeah, that's that's how it works, you know. Them- uh, Voice of Reason says, Thanks to Woodrow Wilson selling us to the real money people. The Rothschilds and the Rockefellers are so rich that those two families have over half the wealth on planet Earth. I'm going to need no, a fact I, check I, on I, that. I dispute that because the Rockefellers and shit made their money before... I think they made it even before Woodrow Wilson, like probably back in the 1800s. Bro, they made it in like, let's see. Like that was like, at, like during Woodrow Wilson's, like that was after they had like trust busting and shit. So David Rockefeller Sr. Uh, um, how is that different senior? Let's see. I keep thinking of Clams Rockefeller, like, what was that? Yeah, I think it was Clams Rockefeller. I love that shit. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it was like 17, late 1700s to late 1800s, if I'm being generous, of like the the big Rockefellers. David Rockefeller, though, um, let me check on him, because he's obviously the most famous one. Let's see when he was... Yeah, that's what I thought. He was... He died recently? Is this the same Rockefeller? Oh, I'm thinking of John D. Rockefeller. That's who I'm thinking of. He was from 1874 to 1960. That's how long he lived. RuneScape turns 20 today, I think. Oh, happy birthday, RuneScape. Did you get any special perks from that? Yeah, they have an event. You have to go and help this like Shrek-looking motherfucker. This Shrek-looking motherfucker. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. and the and John D. Rockefeller. Yeah. Oh, are there two John D. Rockefellers? This is already getting confusing. I think the one we all know about. Yeah, yeah, the big one, Standard Oil, and all that shit. That was 1839 to 1937. That was the Rockefeller that I was thinking of. Uh, don't ever forget they like to hide their wealth in family foundations and charitable organizations. I mean, yeah, that's a way they get out of taxes and stuff, but I still don't think that those two families have half the wealth on the planet. That's 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 insane, like numbers that it would have to be. Yeah, I, I don't think know fucking, how big the Rothschilds are anymore. They they still have there's they still have money, but I think it's more like once you have money for so long, it, you can convert it into power. Yeah, and that's where most of that's where most of their stuff is. Like they have money for sure, but you know it's better to have power because you can't get like taxed on fucking power. Like I mean, other than you know physical electricity. Yeah, and also, like, these family trees can get so wide. It's like, well, where do you say the Rothschilds sort of start and end? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, hell, dude, I have friends who are distantly related to the Rockefeller. Yeah, exactly. They need us to believe that they are not that wealthy. Do they? I mean, knowing somebody's wealthy is one thing. Nobody's knowing somebody's powerful is another thing. Money is power. They don't pay taxes. No, they pay taxes. They just don't, you know, pay what they're technically supposed to. 
they find loopholes, and I don't blame them. I honestly don't blame that, that at all. Yeah, do you see what the rate is? Like, the fucking tax rate? Like, once you start getting... Yeah, nobody would want to pay that. Like, that's fuck, That's straight up, like, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah and look, we, we feel ya. Voice of reason. Like, we know the elites control the world. We know there's a lot of rich, powerful people. They're behind a lot of shit. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, we're just trying to, you know, look at it from... As much of a realistic stance as possible. Let's see. Dude, oh yeah, did you see CNN was calling the... They were kind of gaslighting people. Because um, I posted this in the news. Like They were calling the people that rioted on the Capitol. They were calling them terrorists. Yeah, they were. Yeah, this is what they're doing. Oh, you know, they're it's like nine eleven. You know, now it's yeah, it's an inside job. Yeah, you know, if CNN existed in the seventeen hundreds, they'd be calling the fucking like they'd be saying, "Oh, you know, the, these attacks against the British—that's terrorism." I mean, yeah, technically, I mean, this wasn't even—they didn't even like really attack anything. They just went to the people's house. You know, they just paid to visit. They had a party at the people's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, CNN docks the people that were uh, rioting. And they said, these are the rioters in the domestic terror attack. So this is a terror attack. But Antifa and Black Lives Matter, whenever they do stuff, no, it's just a peaceful protest. Yeah. And, oh, A.G. Barr threw Trump under the bus. He said, quote, orchestrating a mob to pressure Congress is inexcusable. The president's conduct yesterday was a betrayal of his office and supporters. No, it's not. No, Trump never orchestrated a mob. That's he silly. Stop than Facebook, you know, fucking deleted it. Yeah, like they should be the ones held for fucking treason. Yeah, did you see they put him, they they banned him indefinitely, they locked him out of his account indefinitely, and they said like, well, it's going to be at least two weeks, at least till he's out of office, at you least. Know, we're, you know, people need to go and fucking, like, have a conversation with that Zuckerberg. Conver- how how well, do you I want mean, to have this conversation? Do you want him to storm Facebook? <laughs> well, I can't say that they should, but, you know, <laughs> should be creative. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But I, I, I'll i say, I, if I'm going to make a prediction, it's I think people are going to storm the big tech companies. You know, um, maybe not when Trump gets banned. Maybe they will. I don't know. But I think people are going to be a little quieter for a little bit, but just for a little bit. But I, I'm telling you, man, the tech companies are going to piss people off next. And See, no, it's kind of great what they're doing because it's acceler- it's acceleration. It's accelerationism, yeah. You know, it, it fucking seems to work now. That's the only way you can get shit done. It's like have people realize like, hey, this place literally does, you know, because that was the thing. Like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, they they don't discriminate against conservative Trump's still on there. Like, look now, buddy, he's not like it's defeating their fucking their art. narrative. Yeah. Yep. And what what see this is the I am the biggest support of the accelerationism on social media because not only when you get all the influencers off, not only when you get the politicians off, but when you get the normal people off, then they start feeling it, then they start caring. Like, oh yeah, maybe this censorship is kind of bags. It's kicking me off. Well, you know, what Trump's supporters should do, especially now with this coronavirus pandemic, because Facebook keeps censoring it and say, hey, 
you know, unless you go and like just start meeting in person, like with large crowds. And then if the police say anything, they're like, hey, well, you know, I got banned off of Facebook, so I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. That way, you can, like, sort of fucking like pressure Facebook and stuff because they're basically causing this to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing I. I have to say Tucker makes a very good point um, because I saw a clip of his monologue from last night of something that everybody should be doing with this is take a step back and I don't care how you feel about what happened yesterday about the siege on the Capitol or the terrorist attack or whatever you want to call it. Just try to understand why it happened. Understand that so... If you don't want any more violence, you can understand why this happened and how we can prevent it from happening. Understand why people are pissed off. Understand who benefits from this, who wants this to happen, and understand why. And I think the two biggest reasons this happened is because of the courts not doing anything. Or I'll give three. The courts not doing anything. Establishment rhinos doing nothing. And for the mainstream media and social media companies for, you know, creating a biased alternate reality and radicalizing people. Yeah. Like Paul just wants to make a great tweet. He said the bedwetting over yesterday is a weapons grade cringe. A left has literally tried to mask her multiple Republican congressmen and the news cycle moved on from it within 24 hours. Leftists burned American cities for six months straight and the media pretended it didn't happen. Give me a fucking break. Spare me the sanctimonious bullshit from the same people who have ignored slash tactically approved of slash incited massive violence of riots across America for the past six months, suddenly hyperventilating over riots. Quote, it's okay when we do it, unquote. Sit the fuck down. Yeah, Paul's right. Well, um, you know, this all, again, this goes back to my point that if Trump did one thing right in his presidency, it's that he pe- it's that he pulled the fucking veil off. You know how just how corrupt these people really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big red pe- pill people swallowed. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, apparently Baked. Did you see Baked Alaska was actually confirmed as one of, and CNN even pretty I, much doxed him I, as one of the people that wrote, rioted on the Capitol. I That's did, funny. I did. I I saw that. I saw I saw that last night actually, but yeah, it was confirmed this morning. Um, mm-hmm. Because I I know we talked about it last night. And I said it was false. The reason I said it was false is because I saw next tweet that said that he wasn't there. And I thought he was also saying that Baked wasn't there and that the whole thing was fake. But it turns out Nick wasn't there, but Baked was there. He would be fucking Baked Alaska. Ba- Grifting his way to prison. Baked, yeah. I, I, and I, I'm... I mean... I thought I, I was, and I was with you. I thought Baked was still in prison for the whole RV six thing. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Tim, Tim Gianni or whatever his name is, is is a trust funder. So really, yeah. Shit. Oh, apparently, dude, this is the New York Post headline. This is peak baked Alaska. 
It says far right streamer Baked Alaska stormed Capitol while COVID nineteen positive. That's funny. Oh my god, that'd be funny because then those fuckers have to like quarantine. Like they won't be able to get in the office. Oh my god, Dude, that's actually pretty funny. Uh, you know, I, I I disavow, but that's pretty funny to me. Yeah, disavow. Let's send in the disavow hammer. <laughs> Everybody disavow. That's fucking funny. <laughs> funny. Oh, and emails Chong. Like, dude, you're spreading fake news here. He goes, Nick Fuentes hasn't baked Alaska vandalizing policies. All dude, Nick wasn't there. That's fake news. Stop. Oh, Betsy DeVos just resigned. Just got a notification. Elaine Chow, the transportation secretary, resigned um, this afternoon, and now Betsy DeVos, education secretary, just resigned. That's well. What are they going to do, anyways? I don't care if these people fucking resign. No one liked her anyways. Like Trump was probably the only one that actually supported her. Yeah, but the the thing is, like these people were doing this after like the like there were these mass resignations. Um, not mass, but like you know there were a few of them after yesterday's events. Like I don't know why people were cucking out that way. Well, it's gonna show on their fucking legacy. Yeah. That they were pussies, and like they think the left's gonna support Betsy DeVos? No, no. they fucking beat her guts. Do you think you know, like maybe someone on the fucking right will, but I doubt it. After her shit, you know, no one's no one's gonna fucking want to deal with her. She's done. Yeah, I'm seeing if anything else is happening, but. Yeah, do you, let's see what the chat's saying. I haven't checked in on that. Oh, hello, Metal for Life. Hello. Chat, chat. What is that? <laughs> Alex, what is that? That's a truck guy I told you about. Dude, that's a... um. It's a gnome child. Is that a Fed? <laughs> is that a KKK federal Shrek agent? No, they do have the KKK in here. Yeah, it's that. It's the the green version of it. The green, the GGG. Yeah, the GGG. Good girl gamer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh god. <sighs> well, so here's a question I want to to kind of wrap up this uh, or I, I guess we can keep going for a little bit but I do kind of want to keep this one relatively uh, shortish but where do we go from here as like commentators what, what do you think the future of our media is like especially you know considering that they're coming after us well oh i'm glad you did a poop today mel for life i did one too um what is the future for us well the future is we gotta keep doing what we're doing but we need to back up our shit and we need to be on alternatives and we need to push for these companies to Either get regulated which i don't think is going to happen or push for them to get sued and destroyed 
or sued and forced to change the rules or apply them evenly. And like I've been saying, like we were talking about the list earlier, but we need to expose the establishment cucks, tell people about, show them the evidence and support MAGA America First candidates. This is the only way to go. This is the only way. And it's the only way anything's going to start changing and this movement's going to keep growing and continuing. But we're not going to survive on these platforms. There's, there's, it's, it, there's an expiration date. I think that's the best way to look at is that when you start your channel, when you start your Twitter, when you start anything, just assume there's an expiration date and you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Voice Reason said whatever happened in freedom of speech, it's dead. It's dead, and we're trying to bring it back. The libertarians so, won't fight for it for non-government. Blame your libertarian yeah. friends. Yeah, so you have people, I mean, a lot of people in 2016 that were banned in 2017 that were really banned, and you had these libertarians that from th- their entire existence, even during those times and now, they're still saying they're private companies. They can do whatever they want. Like, dude, that crap is over. It's stupid. It's totally childish view of the world right now. And it, I mean, if you want to protect freedom of speech, you need to protect it on online and offline. And social media is the public square. When YouTube is the video platform, you got to protect it. So. I think the thing we need to consider, not just like I said, with candidate support, whatnot, is we need to think of solutions. We need to push for them. We need to change hearts and minds. Get these libertarians on board or get them out. Because, you know, the, these little fractions and fringes, people say they don't matter. And, and they might not. But the way I look at it is you want to get as many votes as possible. If they're going to cheat things, if they're going to try to do everything they can to stop anybody from winning, you need every vote you can get. So let's try getting these people on board. If I, I don't know what the best way to persuade them is, but let's figure it out because we try beating them over the head with, come on, guys, wake up. These are oligopolies, mega corpse. This is not a free market. They don't listen to that, but maybe we should try something else. Maybe try it again. I don't know, but you get more people on board. Yeah. I think the best thing is to start framing it as it's not a left versus right thing. It's a outsiders versus insiders thing. It's a anti-establishment versus establishment. It's the people versus the elite. Like, I think we need to be using better framing like that. I think that's something that's more unifying. It clicks with people better. It's simpler. It doesn't have partisan baggage. It's relatable. I think we need to get more along that. Voice of reason, I'm a true conservative. Cool. Awesome. Conserve our history and our heritage and the Constitution. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, no, I think we need to go and push forward more with some of this stuff, though. We need to go and push forward with Internet Bill of Rights. I think we need to go and have a new fucking amendment saying that your own private thoughts can never be made illegal. I think that needs to be done before they figure out a way to do so. Yeah, I agree. I think the Internet Bill like... I think people need to remember that, yeah, the government can be evil. CIA is very evil. Who's also evil is big tech, arguably more evil. That corruption is evil. Yeah. That just, no matter what your political ideology is, corruption fucks it up. Mm-hmm. 
Whether you're yeah. like a fucking left wing libertarian or right wing authoritarian, your fucking corruption will destroy whatever utopia bullshit you want. The only way to go and get anything decent is to stamp out the corruption. Like, look yeah. at fucking Liberia. They had the same constitution as the United States, and guess what? Corruption fucked it up. Yeah. Well, look, it's any like anything. Look, power is corruptible. You can get corrupt in power. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. So it's it's inevitable. And, these, and that proves that these tech companies have a lot of power. That proves it right there. That if there's this much corruption, there's a lot of power. And they're very powerful. They, I think when people forget, because everybody likes to talk about, oh, the biased media, oh, the media controls everything, man. They're the ones with all the power. Like, yeah, but they're, I, I'd argue the tech companies have way more power now because... They not only control the information flow um, like the media does. They used to be the alternative. If you couldn't find a story on the news channels, you could Google it. You could go on Twitter and people could talk about. But the alternative voices are being censored. Social media is being censored. You can't find alternative viewpoints anymore. And on top of that, they're using algorithms to manipulate you. They're literally manipulating you without you even realizing it. So... They're making you more radical. They're making you more left-wing. They're making you more right-wing. They are rewiring your brain. It's it's a deeper, more subversive, more manipulative, and way more devastating effect than the mainstream media could ever do. But the mainstream media right now, New York Times, is crying over uh, the damage Trump supporters have done to the to the Capitol. This is a tweet they sent where they have this like shelf that's fallen over and i don't even know if it's broken i think the pieces just fell off and it says these display cabinets that used to be filled with historical books of women in politics lay on the ground destroyed (laughs) (laughs) based uh disavow question mark (laughs) i strongly disavow very bad yeah i mean it was they they let them in basically if they wanted to stop you know they could have use like rubber bullets they could have done a better job policing they knew this was going to be big and they chose to ignore it yeah the other thing too i forgot i need to mention this because it's not being reported there's video now out showing that when people were smashing the windows to the capitol there were a bunch of trump supporters that were literally you see in one of them the guy pulled like because somebody's hitting them with like a club like a mini club Another guy like pulls his arm, yanks his arm down, and is yelling at him to stop. There are people fighting about this, about actually breaking into it. So, this narrative that it was just this massive mob of people that wanted to storm the Capitol is completely false. There are a lot of people that didn't want to do that, but people did, and they got in. So, make of it what you will. Sean Gay Gay. Oh, thanks for the emojis. If you could translate those to super chats, I'd like them even more. Gay is Sean. <laughs> disavow. I, I disavow that strongly. Hey, Sean has curly hair, but he's not gay, okay? Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Alex, am I gay? No. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um... Wow, thanks for the strong words of support there. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Let's see if there's anything stupid on Twitter before we close out. Now is Pluffy Phil gay? Sometimes. 
Um, he is gay for military prisons. I will say that. Maybe he loves that black swan or whatever. Black swan. That's a movie. You're talking about black dolphin. Oh, God. Oh, another thing that happened, too, was Simon Schuster, who is the publisher that Milo was going to be under, but then when he has controversy, they canceled his book. They have now canceled Josh Hawley's book. Oh, yeah, what do you expect? They did this with Milo. Like, you know, why are you going with these same douchebag publishers? Well, see, what's Simon Schuster makes no sense because they canceled Milo, but they're, and I bet it's going to get canceled now, but they were going to make a book with Laura Loomer, and again, they were going to make one with Josh Hawley, but now it got canceled. Um, and I remember when that happened with Milo. Even Julian Assange weighed in on that and said, you know, this is pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit. Voice of reason. Have you seen the video where the police opened the gates? They didn't knock them down or jump them. I didn't see that, but I did see a video when there was a cop on the steps and there was one guy approaching him with a, a you know mass of people behind him and the cop kept running back. Um, I've not seen that particular video, sir, but I shall look into that. But there's been some a lot of funny memes that came out of this. I would say usually are. Yes. Yes. Um, oh, I didn't post the recent ones that I found in the chat. I'll post those and I'll show the people them. Let's see. Here's one. Oh, wait, I already posted that one. Shit. Sorry. Uh, let me delete that. Yeah, so this this is a good one. When your custom character appears in the cutscene. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty fucking true. <laughs> My favorite one was the Virgin BOM Antifa versus the Chad Boomers. Do Boomers rise up? Hell of a redemption arc for the Boomers. So the Virgin Antifa, ten million dollars in support, support from local governments, no actual change, free reign in every major city, only manages to terrorize people and burn businesses. The Chad Boomers, storms capital, goes straight for the throat, fights Secret Service, does it all for insane internet conspiracy invented by fat man in the Philippines, single day of rioting, actual city untouched or untouched, same difference. Uh, actually does what everyone else has been threatening to do for decades. Yeah. Where, where is the lie here? What's Where is it? I mean, I mean again... I know it's a choose-your-fighter one. That's a good one. I mean, Barbarian, the thief, the usurper, the spy, <laughs> the berserker, and the witch. <laughs> I love that old grandma who was in there. That's so funny. The witch? Yeah, I guess that's her. Where is this, by the way? Just in chat. It's in the memes chat channel. Scroll up. It's right past the uh, the Virgin Chad meme. <clears throat> yeah, the fucking witch, Eldritch Mage, and Sandy was declined due to potion brewing. Can see the spear rum. Yes. <laughs> Dude, what is that though? Like, my God. Some of the shit was fucking funny. Yeah. Dude, the guy with the podium was funny. And and the barbarian. Those two were funny as shit. <laughs> oh my god, they ever retrieved the podium. 
I don't know. <laughs> he probably sold. <laughs> he probably sold on eBay or on no, no. You know where he showed on his main OnlyFans and been like, "Hey, you want to see some uh, sexy, uh, rare artifacts?" And he's got like the podium there. He's got like shit from Pelosi's office. I, I love the guy that like was in Pelosi's office and took a selfie on it with his feet up on the desk. And then he like took a took like a a souvenir like one of her like letters and then he's uh, I didn't take it for free I left a quarter. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't like took a shit in her office. <laughs> they did it on her like driveway or something I think a few weeks ago. I know, but if you're in wait, the office, wait, what? Someone took a took a shit in Pelosi's driveway. Well, she lives in California. You don't know if that was like done purposefully <laughs> or if it was done by you know the fucking legion of homeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, it could have been either well, one. Or, or, or it could, or it could have, or, or in the case of California, it could have been both. It could have been a disgruntled, it could have been like a disgruntled homeless per- person who was both shitting on Pelosi's property because they, uh, you know, needed a place to go, but also, you know, as a way to say fuck you to her. Yeah. Oh, and also, voice of reason to the chat is saying that the Barbarians BOM, that's fake news. Elijah Schaefer already debunked that. He's talked to the guy multiple times. He's a big Q guy. He literally holds a sign that says Q sent me. (laughs) 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 Which, no comment. Um, You know, he's, he's definitely one of these Trump people. I mean, I've seen a lot of shit getting spread around, like the Antifa infiltrated, the feds infiltrated. Look, very possible. There's been professional agitators before. Wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the last. But he definitely was not. And, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. You know what they were calling? I think it was him. I'm not going to pull up the CNN tweet because I don't want to dox any of these people. But um, was it news or was it in general? I posted. It. Yeah, it was in general. Oh, do you like my emojis on the channels? Uh, how do I access these emojis? Are they on the channel names? You can see them on there. Dude, it seems like fuck. That. I think that's silly. <laughs> I think it's silly. You think it's silly? Yeah, it is. Like, what the fuck? I've seen other channels do it. I thought I'd give it a try. See if it like made it easier. Like you know to. Because there's so many channels, you can just like you know see the one like like a RuneScape party hat. (laughs) What? It's got like the RuneScape party hat. Which one's that? The party hat. No, that's a crown. It's a crown because we're like the the hosts, we're the kings, we're the queens. Well, there's one queen in there, but we're the kings. But, um, yeah, so the barbarian dude, you know what CNN was calling him? Because they always had their name, then they had, like, a title below them. Like, the dude sitting on Pelosi's desk, they call him Leader Pro-Gun Rights Group. And then, you know, they had for Baked Alaska, they call him Far-Right Activist. And the, the last dude that's the founder of Proud Boys Hawaii, fun fact, that's Milo's producer. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay, go to General. I know the viewers and listeners aren't going to be able to do this, but if you look it up, there's a CNN uh, investigation that they did, they call where they basically dox like four of these main people that stormed the Capitol. 
Right, so are you seeing that tweet in general, Alex? Okay, I just found the party hats. Yeah, it's from the. Uh, it's in general, not in the party hats. The party Black hat. Lives Matter one. No one can tell me that if there's been a group. Is that the one you're talking about? Uh, no, I'll just DM it to you. I'll just DM it to you. It's easier. So this one right here. Oh, that one. Oh, that's fucking funny. You <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Yeah, the guy smoking the cigarette. That's Milo's producer. Wait, so they are asking for help identifying domestic terrorists, and then they just put their names there. Well, it was their investigation, but yeah, I guess... Well, the FBI was looking for more people, but these were the ones they were able to ID, or docs. Like, look at the guy on the far left, the barbarian. They called him QAnon Shaman. Dude, he looks fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. On the far left, the barbarian. Oh, they call him QAnon Shaman. Dude, he, he looks yeah, and then Baked Alaska to call him a far right <laughs> activist. That is generous. The dude's a grifter. He's not right. He's not left. He's just a grifter. Yeah, Dude, look at the boomer Alaska over there, like the right one to the right of the shop. On the oh, desk. That is yeah, generous. Oh the dude's <laughs> a grifter. He's not right. He's not right. He, just he looks just such fucking boomer. I know, he's like, like the most boomer of all of them, but like, desk. it's great. Uh, yeah, Did they apprehend him? I don't know, actually. He looks like he's pro-gun. Right, screw like dude. Yeah, they try to apprehend him watch her be like fucking wake up. Did they apprehend him? I don't know, actually. Oh, God. Yeah, dude, I actually texted one of my volunteers that was down there. I was like, hey, are you okay? I haven't gotten the text back. There, there, oh I'm hearing like an echo of the stream or something. My volunteers that was oh, really? I was like, hey, you okay? Yeah. I That's not coming from my end. Apex to frowny face. Um, okay, Sean, Sean Gay Gay and Metal for Life. I'm going to ban you guys from the chat. Voice <laughs> oh, I know Metal for Life. Yeah, we we all we all know. We all know who she is. We know. We need a band. Band forever. Band to the oh, no man's land. Yeah, and a woman's we land. We all know who she is. Voice of Reason says that the barbarian's an actor. No, he's not an actor. He's legit. Like there's there's Elijah Schaefer's interview the dude. He's legit. I'm sorry I'm constantly fact checking you, but trying to keep us all on the same page. You see the other meme that was like Assassin's Creed Capital? <laughs> that was a good one, too. It's show him climbing the walls. <laughs> it's fucking Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, do you remember when they had the riots at Penn State over the Eagles? Do you remember that, Alex? I, rem I remember hearing about it. Oh, I think Alex disappeared. I need to get my food. Um, thinking with your stomach again. I mean, I gotta go to work in like an hour. That's true. I said, did you see the Assassin's Creed Capital meme? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That reminded me of a Penn State when they were <laughs> during the riots, like when the Eagles won and like people were jumping off Old Main <laughs> into the bushes. <laughs> and you were like, this is Assassin's Creed. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I was playing that fucking Metro 2033, man. The last level, man. They had this fucking thing in there. It was so fucking shit because they like it's like Assassin's Creed, like climbing up a fucking tower, but they mm -hmm. don't make it easy. 
you know, it's not like a like that, that game doesn't have the same engine as Assassin's Creed. Like, make climbing shit intuitive, man. That that was frustrating. That was like an hour of like jumping from pipe to pipe. Hey, you want a hard game? There you go. Yeah, that well, is frustrating. Between a hard game and a game that was like they implement something in a shit fashion. Yeah, I know what you mean. Deus Ex kind of has that problem because it's so old. Like, you can tell the mechanics are just wonky compared to today's standards. Like, you'll do some stuff where, like, you'll you'll hit a guard. Let's like you'll let's say like you make a noise and a guard hears you, and you'll just crouch down and he won't see you. But other times you will, let's say you know, make a noise, you'll hide behind something, The guard, you'll be crouching, the guard will find you and then start shooting you. It's like very inconsistent. But I can see why it's a good game, though. I gotta play that shit tonight. Or maybe some Terraria. I know somebody in the chat plays Terraria. Oh, no, I've, I haven't played it. I mean, I've seen it played. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, I feel ya. I might play some Minecraft, actually. It's I, very relaxing. Game. I fixed the uh, echo, so the Gamma, there's no reason for you to uh, frown anymore, buddy. No more frowning Gammas. Oh, see, apparently the Betsy DeVos is saying she resigned because of Trump's role in the chaos at the Capitol. Dude, fuck you, DeVos. No one likes you. Yeah. She did do good on the um Title Nine stuff, I will say. Mm. Uncucking that stuff mess. Like I I don't know, man. I I think it, things would have been a lot easier if Trump like actually put his actual supporters, like diehard Trump supporters in the positions. Yeah, that's one thing I kind of understand the hires he made but kind of don't at the same time because like let's be real there's a lot of people that wouldn't be qualified for these positions but at the same time i wish he would have hired more people that were diehard into it but maybe they didn't want to be in it for all you know no i don't i don't believe that for a second like how was well peter teal like he would have been a great one and he didn't want anything apparently what did uh, like what was Betsy's qualifications? I thought she wasn't even a teacher. No, she's not a teacher, but she's been involved with education, to my knowledge, in Detroit and Michigan. I don't know a lot about her, but I mean, she. I don't. I trust me. I didn't really like. I didn't like her and Bolton. I like, didn't like it all. Carson, like, what was his qualifications for HUD? He grew up in Section 8. <laughs> yeah, like, I went to public school. Does that mean I'm qualified to be as education secretary? Yeah, I know. I feel you, man. I, yeah. I, I wish there were some better picks, but I've been a second term, though. He would have had a much cleaner, more effective cabinet, but well, I, I, I'll be interested in see, reading his book to see where he explains a lot of things has a lot of juicy details and secrets that come out. Because then I think we'll be able to get a better sense of what really went on. Yeah, and I mean, like, I feel that once he got into office, like... Because you remember he used to do, like, interviews and shit with Alex Jones, and he didn't do a single one after that. But he interviewed up, like, Yeah, he did one with Alex during the campaign. 
Yeah, but not not after he got elected, but he did it with like other people. Yeah, I wish he would have done that stuff too. Honestly, like honestly, I think we could do a fucking video on like the ups and downs. Yeah. I'm gonna do it like when Biden takes power. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I wish that would have been the case. I like there's definitely stuff I wish that would have happened like that. Oh my god, this is a yo. Okay, well, fucking Miles Chong for this tweet, but I do think this is a funny meme. Uh, I'll post this in the chat. He's funny to be careful about Ian Miles Chong. Yeah, I mean, one of the people who's like originally against Scammergate then jumped ship, and then he like fucked over. I think some people before for I think it was like Andy Worski, like he stole he like tried to lock him out of his account and stuff that's funny <laughs> yeah he has some weird shit in his past I know but um, like and again he spread some fake news too that's just really I really don't like so there's that too that's a well-crafted meme, whoever made that. Whoever the OG was on that one. Alright, guys. Well, we're at, we're up at like two hours. And uh, can you guys think of anything else to cover? No, we hit a lot of shit. Yeah, we, we did. So... Right. Yeah, everybody like, share, and subscribe. Thanks for uh, tuning in to the Whitfield Report slash uh, Versa crossover. And uh, we really appreciate you tuning in with us on Thursday. Um, I may be doing a stream tomorrow with uh, Jeff Hamill. I don't know at, at what I don't know at what point, but. Uh, I'll announce Let me know because I'd like to. I did promise him that I would hop on the next one. Yeah, I'll. I'll. He. Uh, he. He sent me a voice message. Uh, so I have to listen to that because he told me what his schedule was. So I'll ask him if if uh, if you can join us, Sean so. and Phil, because I know he said that Phil could join too. Yeah, I'll. I'll. I'll I'll ask. I don't. I know I have your contact info, but I don't have Phil's contact. But, but anyway, we can discuss that off stream. So yeah, yeah, but, Phil's um, number. I can always send it to you. But anyway, yeah, folks. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, then on Saturday, I'll be back with uh, Apex Gamma, hopefully. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll do the Saturday show. And uh, who knows what will happen between now and Saturday. Hopefully nothing. Uh, <laughs> I think you're going to see some big purges, and you're going to see some uh, some action at the White House. Not uh, physical action, not violence, but you, you get my idea. Shit's going to go down. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, folks, uh, thank you for tuning in. God bless. God save this great nation. God, freedom, I can see in that order. And uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Whitfield Report. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you very much. God bless.